Let's discuss the NDP's Community Benefit Agreements. Now, they're often referred to as CBAs. Uh, This came out uh, in 2018 when I was actually still an MLA. And the core issue for CBAs was to deliver jobs, training, apprenticeships, uh, and trade opportunities for Indigenous people, women, and youth around the province. Now, Essentially, it uses public dollars to, in, in a perfect world, benefit the community of um, underrepresented groups. Now, the criticism has always been that CBAs essentially hand over work to a small group of traditional unions, all with deep historic ties uh, to the NDP. And the criticism has generally been that these projects cost more compared to tendered projects that are open to all in the private sector. Many companies don't bid or feel they're excluded. Now, the Cowichan District Hospital in uh, North Cowichan is a project that falls under the CBA. Recently, we've heard companies owned by the Cowichan tribes have been frozen out of contracts for the hospital because they're not members of a union that the NDP prefers. Now, those unions that I've been talking about, um, from what I've been hearing and calling around today, represent about 15% of building trades. Now, the opposition BC Liberals say because of the NDP's insistence on using uh, these uh, these what they call discriminatory CBAs, um, the cost of the hospital has gone up significantly. The original budget was $600 million. Now it's set to cost well over $1.4 billion and it is excluding local Indigenous workers. Joining me now to talk about the issue at the hospital is John Coleman. He's president and owner of John Co. Contracting and a member of the Cowichan Tribes. John, thank you for joining us today. Yes, good afternoon. So, John, walk me through. Uh, give me a sense of your experience in dealing with the government and trying to uh, find work for your company, obviously, and for your for your employees. Give me a sense of what you've gone through. Well, it's been going backwards, realistically, since the BCIB and the CBA stepped foot onto the hospital site. They said we had to sign up and belong to the union. And I said, that's not happening. You're in the traditional territory of Couch and Tribes. They didn't come to Couch and and negotiate what this looks like. This community benefit program doesn't benefit Couch and Tribes and a lot of the community taxpayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, your company, John Coe Contracting, what kind of work does it do? We do civil construction, land clearing, that style of work. Uh, and how many employees do you have when you're when you're up and running on, let's say, a major project? On a major project, we'll go from anywhere from six to fifteen people, depending on what what is needed. Uh, so in this case, were you in the, on the process of ramping up? Uh, give me a sense of what the, were you blocked right from the start to saying, look, your, your folks, you fo- your employees have to sign up with this union. So what, what had happened was we, we knew that the hospital was, was going to start. So I started tooling up like I just purchased uh, a new 15-ton roller. We we're going to get ready to look at another couple of pieces of equipment and we went in there just to be clear where there's a group of us working with couch and tribes under the 
Couch and Development Corporation, KDC group of companies. So we're independent business owners that are Couch and Tribes members. So we we went in there to start clearing the property. It's approximately 22 acres. We were very successful at that. And we started hauling in the pit run, getting the the pad ready for the site trailers to come on. As soon as the site trailers were on site, BCIB and, you know, the rulings all started and we got pushed aside. And then we said, well, let's work under a permit. Let's work together on this. This is, this is a community hospital. Nothing. Radio silence. To this day, you know, it's been radio silence. If, if, a week ago, mm-hmm. we were sitting at the ledge, uh, Sonia Fersno and I, and she met with, uh, with Mr. Evie. And he said this was going to be a priority. Well, I don't feel it's been a priority because I've been waiting since October. Uh, and I want to confirm this here. So you're, what, what, in the perfect world, what they would prefer is that your, your employees and yourself sign up to be a member of the union for this project, the, the, the ones that the NDP chooses. Uh, and then once that project is done, you cease being a member of that union. Is the, am I correct there? Correct. And so you. So the other part about it, the other part about it, I was talking to them about was okay. Now, now this BCIB become the employer. They're the ones that pay our employees. And I said, well, what about my other jobs? You know, we're we're currently working at the Couch and High School, the new build in Couchin, without any problems. There's no CBA there. And I can't pull my people from the hospital site to that school site if there's a major turn in events. Um, well, we could for three days, pardon me. But how do you run a business trying to schedule if you only have your employees available at three days a shot? And then how are they my employees when they're getting paid with this CBA? So I, you're able to obviously work on this project, talk about the hospital. And, and so what you've just said to me is that you want flexibility, the ability to work on the hospital like any uh, uh, person who's bidding for a job. But it's, it's your business as to other uh, um, bids that you've put in. That you, you can move employees back and forth as long as the work is being done. So it's a completely inflexible. So in this case, though, you're able to work on this project as a local contractor building the local hospital. You're also... Uh, as you say, a member of the Cowichan tribes. Yet this CBA is not working for you, not working for your employees, and is not working for the Cowichan tribes. I don't think there's any CBA in this province that's working with any Aboriginal bands. It, I don't see any benefit with it anywhere. Have these unions, the ones that we've talked about, uh, spoken up on your behalf, uh, the ones that are involved with the CBA? Has anybody or any of these organizations that are involved in this project or other projects but involved with CBAs that are close to the NDP, have, have they spoken out for you or your community? 
No, they haven't spoken to me at all. Do you believe that CBAs have a tendency to inflate budgets, that projects do come in more expensive uh, because 100%. of the CBA? 100%. You know, you, you listen to, you know, $600, $640 million in the beginning, and now we're $1.45 billion. Mm-hmm. How do you take something that's four years old as the CBA, four years old, trying to dictate hundreds and thousands of years of traditional territory against Aboriginal people? You're stepping, you're stepping on us. This is no different than having an Indian agent telling you you can't leave the reserve. You said you spoke to Sonia first to know, uh, I believe it was last week. Um, as the, You said it was radio silent. Is there any hope in your mind that there can be an agreement found here uh, so uh, you, your company, your employees can get to work? I think what will happen, what would I'd like to see is abolish the CBA. For what? I don't think it's benefit in the four years that it's been turned on. What has it done? But create hardship for other bands on the lower mainland and other places. Take, for instance, this hospital being built up near Terrace. Is there a CBA there? No, there isn't. Why? Why are they picking and choosing? Mm-hmm. Is it is it basically all about politics and you know, getting ready for the next vote. Yeah, you do raise a very good point. The Patullo Bridge is uh, part of the CBA, the Community Benefit Agreement. So those rules apply just as it does to the hospital you hope to be building. But it doesn't apply to the St. Paul's Hospital uh, project that, that is moving forward as well. You're right. It is, it is, it's not maybe perhaps arbitrary isn't the right word, but there seems to be no not rhyme or reason or process that says this project should be CBA and this, sh- this one shouldn't. That just tells me that the management with this whole level of business can't run their office, doesn't know what they're doing at the ground level. When you come into a territory, the first thing you should be doing is engaging with the First Nations of that territory and how we can give you some input to put people to work. Yeah. Uh, John, uh, moving forward, so at this point, you're just waiting for a phone call or anything from the government, uh, from the folks who are running this project in regards to a go-ahead or some sort of resolution to this issue. I think the resolution is, is that, you know, they've, they've had four years trying to build this CBA, have enough strength to scrap it because it's not doing anybody any good, but rising costs. John, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you making uh, some time for us. It's a very important issue, and thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you. Thank you.